Welcome to another edition of Talking with WIT, Kevin and Son. This episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. Through the powers of your story, our mission is to uplift your voice and the everyday person, inspire, share stories and experiences perspectives using teaching, learning and modeling. Our purpose is very simple, hope, helping other people every single day. Early on, Ashton suffered a life-changing loss by losing his grandmother. He became homeless. She became homeless. Standing true to her faith, relying on the promise of a hot meal from a local food kitchen, Ashton rode from homeless to developing a mindset to train to excel as a swimmer. Legally blind, in 2018, Ashton competed in the United States 2018 Special Olympics in Seattle, where Aston made national news of winning four gold medals. Today, we honor, we are honored to have Special Olympic gold medalist, author, motivational speaker, Aston Smith, to share her story and to let us know her eight lessons of turning her life of disabilities into a life of abilities. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you're about to be introduced not only to a gold medalist, but to a rock star and a good human being. Aston Smith, welcome to Talking With Kevin and Son. How you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here like always. You know, it feels good here where I'm at, Dallas-Fort Worth. Temperatures here, hot, 105 degrees, but I'm feeling good and cool today inside. How are you? Uh, Aston, I'm going to tell you, you are my Shiro. I'm going to tell you, you, you've got a, a smile that will light up Bourbon Street. You've got a heart of gold. I've seen you as a social activist on social media, um, standing up for uh, gender equality and gender rights against uh, a religious platform at a church. I've seen you speak. I've seen you give your last dime to, to a person that um, had more than you, but you gave it up anyway. You are such a good person. I'm so honored to have you on this guest. I can't wait to hear um, your eight lessons that you're teaching people in your public speaking. But first of all, um, let the audience get to know you just a little bit. Aston, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Um, yes, uh, my story first started out when you know I was a little girl. My grandmother raised me in Ellis County, she did. And without my grandmother, I wouldn't be able to be a swimmer. My swimming career actually started at the YMCA in Ellis County, south of Dallas. Um, I have been a competitive swimmer since uh, the 90s. My grandmother always told me that I could do anything that I put my mind to or <laughs> what she allows me to do, meaning she gave me the permission to be able to swim and do all these things and be all that I can be and all that I want to be. And I think that is a good start to be able to swim. And I didn't see very many people like me in the water, but I continue to stay at it. And I think that's a big deal to continue to swim for such a long time as I have uh, to this point in 2023 from the 90s to today. Absolutely. If it wasn't for my grandmother, it'd be tough to do a lot of things, to have that encouragement that I'll never forget. Aston, you, you and I have a lot, lot in common. Uh, my grandparents raised me. I had a Olympic dream, but evidently, you know, God gave me speed, but he didn't give me world-class speed, but you're my shero. You, you got four gold medalists. You have a um, best-selling um, book. 
Oh my gosh, you got a picture of Misty Mays behind you. Look at that yeah, book. May. Here's the book. The name oh, of this right. book is called Swimming Upstream to Realize the Dream. This book is available Walmart and Amazon online. This is the lessons on the back of the book. We'll hold that up so that your audience can see that or screenshot it. And this is available. These lessons apply to anybody, I believe, or those who choose to pick which lesson applies to their life. This is important for you folks. And uh, and, and I hope our, our listeners uh, are listening because you, you're going to learn uh, a lot talking about the eight lessons of life, turning your disabilities into an ability. The only time that you ever are handicapped is when you decide that you're handicapped. So let's start with the first lessons of life, understanding your uniqueness. Explain that to us. Well, for me, you know, understanding my uniqueness uh, kind of, you know, for me was knowing that my disability should not be a hindrance in society. My disability is what made me unique. Uh, being able to speak well while having a disability because I was told as a child I couldn't speak very well. I really could not. I had a speech problem and, and all those things. So I understood my uniqueness when I since I was a child and knew that uh, being unique, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think too many times in society we are told that uh, we should conform to something, whatever that is, fill in the blank. So I think that when you teach people not to conform or uh, to be a little different within parameters, then I think that's okay as well. And I understood my uniqueness and who I who I was as a person and who I am today. So I think you learn from the past and you also hewn that together with the future and you got it going. Got it going real nice when you do those things and understand that these things are possible. And whatever it is that someone's telling you you can't do, just know that you are unique and that you may be able to achieve that in your way and maybe not the way that they'd like you to. That makes sense to you. It makes a perfectly good, good sense. And, and understanding from the conversation, if you don't mind me telling our audience, you competed in the Special Olympics as a swimmer and you are uh, legally blind. Am I right? I am. I have an, an eye condition called astigmatism, estropia. Astigmatism just means that my eyes, uh, that they kind of shake or move uh, without meaning muscle control. I don't have complete muscle control over um, my eyes. Um, and estropia just means the way the eyes sit. Um, some people, their eyes sit differently in their skull and stuff like that. So that is the condition that I have. And unfortunately, there's nothing that I could do about it. I've been to 15 different doctors throughout my lifetime to tell them to fix it uh, so that so that I could uh, be better in life. But I think God put that there for a purpose to show that uh, regardless of your disability, you may not be able to make the US military, <laughs> right? Couldn't do that. But uh, God found a place for me um, outside of that because the US military was my dream. And when I uh, tried to go try out, that's when I realized I was different. I was like, physically, I can do all of the exercising and running. But when it came to what they call task work, like shooting a gun or one eye open or whatever it is with those tests, that one eye open test, I didn't do good at. But the straight on test uh, where you shoot a weapon, uh, you have both eyes. But uh, the military found out that, you know, I only had one. And, yeah, I told them I promised to not 
allow my disability to be an excuse. But when you're in the military, you know, it's a little bit different. It is a little bit different. They have certain standards. But God put me here and God said, you might not do that, but you'll do something different. And that's speaking or being an author or those things like that. So I move forward to put my foot in the dirt and say, that's what I'm going to do. And I did it and I'm doing it today. That's all right. And, and, and how did your um, ability direct you to uh, swimming and eventually leading you to competing for the gold? How did my ability, let's say, you know, my ability directed me towards swimming, one, because I didn't want to be a statistic. And that's the honest to God truth. Um, a lot of African-Americans and people, uh, they drown and just anybody drowning is silent. And uh, I knew for me that my abilities is something that I could excel at and not have that hold me back and just being able to say I can be a winner I can fight for the gold I can win the gold with the right attitude and training and all of those things go up under what you said and I think um, when you do what you're supposed to and you stay focused and you say, I am going to narrow down the things that I can do well. And that's what propels you to uh, win the gold, going to practice, making sure that nutrition, making sure that you're doing all of the what the coach would call controllables. At least I had a coach in my practices that uh, that's what he dealt with. And he said, I want you to learn how to work within everything that you know how to control. And that and that is a beautiful thing, man, to be able to. Uh, see your skills to fruition, to see things come along the way that you would like. And that's a very unique thing to be able to do, regardless of your disability or where you come from, to stay focused. And that was something I was good at and uh, completing the task. You, 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 you have inspired me. I mean, I have not shared this with you. I know we've talked many times before this interview, but as of next week, this week, I am taking my this first week. swimming lessons to learn how to swim. Um, you? Wow. Yeah, I can't swim. I can do a lot of things, but I cannot swim. I always rent uh, an island every single year to take my dogs up, my family, and my okay. dog. And um, it's on an island surrounded by water. I'm the only person that doesn't get in the water. I said, this year is going to be different. Uh, I am going to learn to swim. So I have 30 days to learn to swim. Is that possible? Um, yes. Uh, actually, a friend of mine actually teaches kids to swim within one week. So you they're in the water. I'm an old man. I'm not a kid. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> well it, it's possible no matter your age, because what they do is they break everything down. And that's with any, whether it's swim lessons, automotives, whatever. You want people in your life that can break it down and make it fun for you and not fearful. Because uh, when I was a kid, I was just thrown in the water, right? Horrified. Um, but there's a lifeguard out there and so on and so forth. But I was horrified um, because your height, right? People say, I'm six foot, whatever. That doesn't matter when you're in the water, man. It is a horrible feeling to look down and you can't touch the bottom of the water. So yeah, the bottom of the pool or what have you. So you learning how to swim, not only can be imperative, uh, we'll be working with an organization that's going to be doing that. Beautiful for you. I'm going to be working with a program myself. I hadn't told you, but I'm actually going to be working with this program, IPSSA, uh, the International Spa and Pool Association, um, that program is going to be working with me, uh, you know, with a speaker co-op. And uh, I'm just really, really excited to learn and work with people like this in the water. It's going to benefit you not only for fun, but 
it could possibly save your life. So that that I'm glad you told me that. But swimming is something that can save your life as well. And, and I I realize that I know in Bahamas that 75 percent of the deaths in in the Bahamas are due to drowning, even though they they make their living. Really? Yeah, 75 percent. Now this is going to segue over to um, the second lesson: prioritizing your purpose. Exactly what does that mean? Repeat that again. You had a uh, prioritize just... your purpose. That's your prioritizing second... my purposes. You know, um, I would say my first purpose and prioritizing everything would be one step at a time. And my purpose on this earth is to make sure that my message is told with clarity and understanding. My message is a message of inclusion. My message is a message of safety and hope. I think if that makes sense to people that I want my message to make people feel like like they're welcome, right? Like you are the family. And I think uh, messages can be prioritized for certain audiences, crowds, those type of things. And you make sure you prioritize your message with precision. So if you're speaking, for example, at a church or a banquet hall or other different things, you just try to tailor your message to what is going on in that event. And that's stuff that I'm good at as well. And that, and I tailor my messages to fit what's going on. And I think that's very, 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 very important. And that's what I've, you know, been taught and uh, all of those things. And it's been a blessing because these messages will get across to people and disseminated to people who understand these things are important. You can't get up there and have your message just crammed all into one thing. You have to be precise and you got to be clear in uh, what you're doing. And I think that's another thing that I am good at, at telling an audience, especially those at churches or faith-based, or even outside of that, whatever it is that I'm able to speak on, I'm able to prioritize that topic and uh, get to work. I think that's what I'm good at as well. And, and I would agree. Um, lesson number three, strategizing your success. Strategies for success. Uh, strategies for success. Okay. For me, my strategies for success, you have to, well, you don't have to, but for me, it was more of involving religion, right? So if I'm a religious person, maybe faith-based stuff or involving positivity in my life. But for me, religion kept me grounded, my family, um, people in my life, but making sure that I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think overall, you know, when you're processing all of this stuff and you say to, to yourself, can I, can I do this correctly? Can I make these things happen? And that answer is yes. I may learn a little different than somebody else, but um, it doesn't mean that it's uh, going to come out any different. It's going to come out the same way. And I think for me, uh, also be willing to change. That's what also helped me uh, to get to where I'm at today, willing to take coaching, willing to take advice. All of these things are very, very important uh, because you have to have it. And you have to be willing to say, what can I do to make myself a better person? What can I do to make myself a better swimmer, speaker, whatever it is, right? Those are the tools of the trade, but you can't be lazy either. And for me, I'm not a lazy person and um, lazy doesn't work. And I think when you're in society and you want to make something of yourself or make something, whether that is money, whether that is having a better job, you have to be willing to get up every day and put in the work. And I'm honest, the truth, I do. And I'm willing to do that. 
And um, that is what's going to get you moving forward. The second thing that helps you move forward is believing that you can achieve the things that you have put in front of yourself. That means if I have said, <laughs> I wanna own a business, for example, then am I doing the things that I need to do to start to own a business, right? Or if I want to be a speaker, am I doing the things that I need to do to be a speaker, such as a highlight reel or whatever they tell you you need to have? Am I doing those things? So that's what I've done in my life to make my life a little bit better, make sure I have a schedule as well. It helps me a lot. So is transforming your trail, is that, um, I, I know if I were to interpret that, is um, not to forget where you came from, but lay a path where you can be remembered from. So how does that translate in, in, in your book? Remember, I, I don't swim, so I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man, like the <laughs> wow, the the uh, past. You you know you you have to move on from the past, and I think when you talk about walking down the trail, right? The Bible, you know, pretty much says that you know making a narrow or wide path, and sometimes we have to walk on the narrow path until things get better. And that's kind of what I think about when I think about a trail and having to take the lessons of yesterday, right? And apply them to today. That's something that um, I'm good at as well, especially if I get the opportunity to move on from the past, which uh, I have been absolutely blessed to be able to do that and say to myself, now that I've moved on from the past, Let's now go up the trail and start to build a foundation on something new. And that that's just what that means when you talk about uh, some of the that, that lesson in particular with that book. There is a lot uh, to be said with that. Absolutely. All right. Um, I, I need to go I ahead. That's a good one. That is a good one. It's a very good one asked. Um, for, for those of you that have just tuned in, those listeners who, who may be driving into uh, Starbucks to get your mocha latte or whatever the case may be, or picking your kids up in the, in the line from school right now, we have a very special guest, four-time Special Olympian, gold medalist, um, um, best-selling author, and also yep. motivational speaker over there in 105 Degrees over in Houston. She has the, the book Swimming Upstream. She has the book Swimming Upstream to realize your, your dreams. Um, we're going over the eight lessons that she's kind enough to share with us um, to get us to, to move from where we are to where we need to be until we get to where we wanna be. And so, um, you know, I, I hope you tune in. You can get the book on Amazon, get at Walmart, Target, or anywhere that books can be found. Um, Aston Smith. And you have to give a shout out to my friend, Kevin Klein. He's the one that, uh, uh, that I've been working with, he's uh, been helping me, uh, and I'm and I'm uh, really grateful for that. Uh, he has worked with Speaker Co-op, and that company uh, partnered with the company that I mentioned here, IPSSA. They partnered with them, and uh, I'm just I'm just very very grateful to be able to work with Speaker Co-op and what they are also trying to do to help uplift me and help me rise to be. Uh, a better speaker and not only that just a better person all the way around in society so shout out to speaker co-op i well, really appreciate what they're doing in my I'm life a, i'm a big fan of anyone's name's kevin i'm a big fan of uh anyone's la last name klein um thank you mr jeff klein for him klein jeff uh, klein uh-huh jeff thank klein you. he's yeah. the one that runs all that 
Yep. Thank thank you for supporting. Now we got four more that we need to address out, out of the eight. Research yeah. your research your resources. Research your resources. What is that? Research my resources. What that means is, man, if you are in the modern era and you have a computer, I don't care if it's a phone, a tablet, whatever, that means anything that can help you uplift yourself. For me, it was for example, finding a job. So I had to research, just an example, search the, the uh, Texas Workforce Commission or Small Business Administration or things that can help you just be a better person, even counseling, all of those things you can loop together and say, this, these are the things that I have to do. And for me to become a better person, research was key. That's how I found your program. That's how I found... Uh, Jeff Klein and all these other people. And I'm very grateful for that. Research is key. That goes along with networking. If you want to call that the modern version of that, networking is important. We are in the modern era and you must network with people because people power uh, sometimes can work a little bit better than the old internet. Because when you meet a person uh, or you're talking to a person live like this, uh, a lot of times that's better than just reading words in an email, uh, searching and meeting people. That's the first, that's the second part of that search. The second part is now that the pandemic is over, get out and start meeting people. Why? Because you get to shake the hands of people. You get business cards from people, all of that stuff. And uh, Saturday's event was a good example at the Hilton Anatole is the announcement is how you say that Hilton Anatole in Dallas, Texas. So shout out to all of the people and teachers and all of those who made that event possible because that event showed me what is possible when you are willing to research, you are willing to put it to action and you're willing to get in the car and actually go. And a lot of times people forget the last part and that means getting in the car and actually going. And I was able to do that. Shout out to Jeff Klein and Speakers Co-op. Thank is you it, so much. Is it Kevin Klein or Jeff Klein? On the um, on him, it's uh, Jeff Klein. Okay, and him. and Kevin Klein is the co-op guy. You you mentioned Kevin earlier. Yeah, uh, I had a uh, no. It's Jeff for him. Jeff for the for okay. the. Uh, I just want to make. I just want to make sure we get the shout out to the right person. Now elaborate on your expertise. All right, in my my world, it means one thing. In your world, I want to hear what it means. It's well. Well, <laughs> elaborate on my expertise. Well, for example, my expertise would be swimming, right? So that could make you an expert, right? If your field is public speaking and you have experience for 30 years or whatever, right? So many years, like my grandmother would say, would make you an expert because you've done it for a long time. And now that has become a career versus a job, right? There's a big difference versus a career or a job. And when you become an expert, now you're like, okay, I like doing this, right? Because when you're an expert at something, that means you put the time, fortitude, effort, and all those things to say to yourself, I'm going to be good at this. And um, for me, being an expert, not only in uh, public speaking, um, being an expert in swimming has really, really helped me a lot in my life. And, and the sport, physically and otherwise, has helped me uh, stay in shape. You know, I'm almost 40. And um, being an expert in conditioning and staying in shape, that also goes a long way because that's something that uh, you can use for the rest of your lives. Folks, if you become an expert in something, make sure it's something you can use for the rest of your life. 
And most people become experts because it is something they want to retain or do for the rest of their lives. So that's important. And that's what my grandmother taught me. Have fun while you're doing it and your life will be at peace. And that's what I try to do while being an expert at what I do and bring fun to people and make it happy and enjoy it and uh, have joy for that. So that's a good thing. And that's always a blessing. You are a definitely a breath of fresh air. Analyze number seven, analyze your aspirations. You know, my my aspiration really is to see my child. Uh, you know, I know that's not swimming per se, but I do have a child and, um, you know, I, I have hopes to see them someday, like really, honestly. And, and that is another reason that I get up and I work as hard as I do because I'm not just fighting for myself. I'm fighting for a living human being, right? And so to obtain all that you want to do in this life, that is important. And other aspirations, right? Why, why do I want to be a public speaker? Because it informs the public. There are different things that you can do as a public speaker or even an address announcer. All of these things are things that I want to do, including possibly working with the National Weather Service to talk about storms or weather, right? These are all things that speaking can offer a diverse field of things you can do, such as radio work or other work, voiceovers and things like that. So I think for me, these things are all important and these are all jobs you can look back and say, man, I can do this. These are things that I wanna do right now and everything's gonna take time. So it may not be now, right? May not be on your time. If you're a Christian, it's on God's time. And that's something that I've always realized that nothing's going to happen overnight. Swimming doesn't happen overnight. Speaking doesn't happen overnight. But effort sure does happen immediately. If you're willing to get up and you're willing to put forth the effort for what it is uh, that you're trying to do in your life, then you benefit from that. And I think this wholeheartedly says I have big aspirations and big aspirations. That doesn't mean just necessarily with money. It just means that what I want for aspirations could be, man, someday I want a home, right? These are all things that could be important to somebody. Um, these are all things that are possible when you're willing to put in the work, your aspirations grow and people listen. And um, for me, I try to be acute in saying this, that God has put me here for a reason. And I look forward to continuing to fill in the blanks with what uh, the Lord Jesus Christ calls me to do. But I also understand that there may be people who may not believe in Christ or a God, but to me, I accept all people and I work with the general public. So I'm grateful to do that. And that is my aspirations is to also continue to work with the homeless, um, those who feel forgotten and those who feel like I just need a hand up. That's what I believe God has called me to do. And that is my mission. So my mission is to help people and those who feel left out in society. And I think I've done a really good job of that and i'm and i'm really proud of that as well sir and, and and you do know in this life or the next god will reward you for your gifts so not rounding out number eight mm -hmm. minimize, minimize your mistakes this is a lesson that many people somehow cannot master but four-time special olympics gold medalist author motivational speaker aston smith yes is going to deliver a message to help you minimize your mistakes. 
I am. And, you know, you're minimizing your mistakes by making sure, like for me, for example, for this program, I had an alarm set. Why? Because that would be a mistake, right, if I'm late to a program. So those things are important to make sure that, again, that you have a schedule for what you're trying to do. You have that set up. Why? Because you're not overlapping days. You're not making errors. Same thing even in swimming can be applied. I want to make sure I have the right stroke. I want to make sure that all of these things are as close as I can get them to perfect. Is everything going to be perfect? No. But if I say to myself that I make the efforts to be perfect, America calls us to be workers. America calls us to do what we need to do to provide. And for me, being perfect that that I've been over, been able to overcome a lot. And I think because of being able to overcome what I have, um, then you minimize those mistakes. You close the gap on homelessness. You close the gap on poverty. You close the gap on the word I cannot or words I cannot. Instead, you open the door to the word I can. You open the door to the words I can do, I shall do, and I must, right? Because when you have uh, that in your repertoire and you do that over and over, repetition, there's nothing wrong with it because repetition makes perfect. Practice makes perfect, right? And for me, I made sure even in school, I had perfect what? Attendance. So I knew from an early age that being perfect as I can or hitting a target with precise ability. When I was in school, I was the only female uh, throwing footballs and whatnot. And a guy did a route and I hit him right in the chest. The coach told me, he said, when they open their chest, you hit them with the ball. I said, okay, coach blew the whistle, dude opens up on the route. I hit him 32 yards down a field, okay? Uh, because the coach that I had, he was he was a military guy, uh, very strict and very hard on us on, on the football team. And when you're doing everything that he tells you and you do it with accuracy, you win out there. And you win the game of life when you can do what older people or people who may have wisdom, right? My grandmother had what? Wisdom. So I learned to, to take what my grandmother gave me, right, and fortify it. Fortifying something makes it better. Why? Because it makes it stronger. The Bible says that in three accords, paraphrasing, that if you have three chords, it makes it stronger. You are better with three chords than one. You are better with two people than one, right? So at the end of the day, you make the mistakes, but you also want to have somebody to pick you up from that. And I also believe what makes it right, the Bible says too, we're not meant to be alone. So if you need somebody in this life to help you with things that you may not be able to do, there's also nothing wrong with that because I ask for help every day. And I think because of that, that helps me to learn. It helps me to take in information quickly, just like I'm learning this show and how it operates and how I conduct myself. I went over and over on how I should do that. So when I came here, I did it perfect with precision and on time. And that's something that uh, one thing I did learn from, I guess, the military is uh, couldn't make it in there. Gosh, right. Couldn't make it in there. But I did learn one valuable thing, scheduling and being on time. And you can't be late. And in this life, you can't be late when the good Lord puts a blessing in front of your face. And that's something that precision 
always calls us to be, to be precise in what we're doing and what we're called to do. And the good Lord puts us all here for a reason. And whatever your reason may be, God will call you for that purpose and make your purpose whole and make your purpose right as though God did meet. And so at the end of the day, precision and doing it well, look what God brought me, a roof over my head. God brought me what I needed and what I called on on his time. And now I get to be here in the nice, beautiful air conditioning instead of outside because what God did for me was he made it right because I chose to not give up and not quit. Hopefully that makes sense to your audience and people who may be listening, may that be globally or here in the U.S. brought to you by, I am grateful to be here on the show and I'm grateful to know that this show is going to be a blessing to those who listen and those who call on the Kevin and Son show. I am grateful to be here and know that what he is called to do as well, and that is speak and disseminate a message. Way to go. Yeah. Ashton, you are amazing. Like I said, you are my shero. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> okay. Swimming upstream and realizing your dream. It's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you have just listened to a lot of um, golden gems from Aston Smith, four-time Special Olympian, gold medalist, author, motivational speaker. We have just covered her eight amazing lessons, talking about understanding your uniqueness, prioritize your purpose, strategies of your success, transferring your trails, research your resources, elaborate on your expertise, analyze wow. your aspirations, and minimizing your mistakes. And I'm hoping that your daughter out there, um, you guys are united soon. The son, right? My son. Ryan. Your son. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. No problem. Your son. No I problem. Hope you're united um, soon. I've talked yeah. about this. And if you're listening um, out there, um, there's another story to, to be told. I'm not going to tell that story right now. We'll we'll have that, and maybe we can have you guys united on there, on the show, and talk about, you know, um, grace and finding out your true purpose. Because children um, put an exclamation point on your, your purpose, and we we all are on, on a journey. We're all at a crossroad, and yeah. I thank I thank you for meeting me at this crossroad and inspiring our listeners. Now, Aston, I asked this of 99.9% .9 of our guests. And the reason why I asked this, because I have a very unique following. I'm a, the first person that will say, and I've had many people tell me how to do my show, what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong, but they're never listening to the okay. of, of the show itself. Our show is about people you should know, and you are definitely one of those people you should know. So I'm hoping that the people that are out there that are listening that need someone to inspire young people, old people, or just get you to move on doing something better today than you did yesterday, you hire Aston Smith from Texas in order to be that voice for the day, for the rest of your life. But the question is, my audience, they're not people that drive by an accident. They okay. Stop, they stop to help. So my the people that listen to um, Talking Wit, W-I-T, Kevin and Son, are people with a higher call to action. So what I want you to do is think about this. I'm going to ask you your ask, A-S-K. If you had one dream or one conversation or something that you want to happen and someone that's listening, that's part of this listening audience can make that dream come true, 
Now I've had four people to date. Okay. Someone has granted someone their dream or their wish. You could be number five. I've only been doing this for two, August 4th of 2023 would be my second year of this podcast existing. Aston, what would that one ask be? This show is yours. Um, Really, I know I had said that earlier, but we'll say that again. For me, you know, I would like to connect um, with my child um, all the way up in Idaho. I'm in Texas, so you get the idea. Um, that takes flight and money to do that. So that's my hope to be able to connect with my child. I think that's important. And uh, those things are, uh, that's the thing, I'm sorry, that I wake up for every day. And I think it's important to to have people and others around you that want the same for you. And, you know, I even talked to somebody with uh, Trinity Metro. This is the bus stop that, you know, is in my name. Uh, there's a lot that's possible with that kind of stuff, people sponsoring me and things. So these things are possible when there are people out there, kind of like PBS, right, that can say, I see a need, I see hope, and that's what I want to do. And seeing a child, that's not a bad thing, right, and having the means to go do that. So that is the biggest wish um, that, you know, even if it's not this year or next year, God willing, uh, in one year or a year uh, when it comes up, that I will be able to have what I need to see my child. And I think that's as clear as day. It's awesome. Aston, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Your conversation, thank you for your share. Thank you for your heart, your, your kindness and your inspiration. And to my listeners, Aston's ask is not that big. Four-time Olympic, Special Olympics gold medalist representing the United States of America. The reason why we have these Olympics is because of America, we can be proud. As much diversity that we've had, the lack of inclusion that we have, the right. lack of understanding differences amongst genders, personal skin color, whatever case may be, one thing that has always brought us together and united us has been sports. And for the uh, individuals that sacrifice time away from their family, friends, and whatever, in order yeah. to spend countless hours in the pool to represent you and bring it home, not only one gold medal, but four right. medals. Right. I ask you as listeners to grant this young lady her ask and unite her or provide her with the ability to go from Texas to Idaho in order to meet her son. Now, the reason why they're, they're, they're not um, together today is not important. What is important is that you got a mother that wants to love her son and be a part of his life today, moving forward. I know what it feels like personally, because I, I was separated and was united later on in life. And I love Norma Jean McLemore. And I hope, I, I hope the next time that we tell your story, because your story is still yeah. being written, that we can Amen. unite you and your son together. And we can write a different book on one, finding grace, understanding kindness, Man. and the mother to a son. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we have covered a lot of information. We have given eight lessons of life. And I hope at some point you have opened your heart to being more of a person than you were yesterday. You look at your neighbor and understand that sometimes we don't know what the other person is going through. So give, give kindness um, an opportunity to prevail. Even though your life may be in tragedy itself, it takes very little in order to smile or say hello, then it takes the effort in order to hold on to hostilities or differences or whatever the case may be. It's just waste too much energy. 
So if you like what you've heard, I ask that you share this podcast. If you would like to be a guest, you can reach us at info at rmkproductions.org. Pull in the information and we will reach out to you. And if you want to see this podcast, you can go to RMK Productions and Network on our YouTube page. I appreciate you, Aston. I appreciate you sharing your story and your life. And we've only told an abbreviated version of it. You know, there's good and there's bad, but this was all positive. I hope the next time I see you, it will be on stage that you're performing, tell inspiring other people to, to live up to their greatness, that they can overcome what their disabilities are and make their disabilities an ability. Because even a man that has no arms and no legs is probably one of the most successful uh, Nick motivational speakers in the country, traveling the world from Australia. And his story is a story to be told. And Aston, your story, and you are someone that people should know. That's right. And this is the sign that I got. Let me finish, let me finish. We're wrapping up, we're wrapping up. So Uh with, with that said, uh, my grandfather has always said, when you get to a point in life that you can help someone else, it is your duty to do so. Reach mm. one, teach one. And with that said, we'll fade to black. And we love you, America.